This is the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Hello, it's Mark here and welcome to the Clonmel Podcast. Yes, we are back after the break. It's episode 89 for this Friday, the 24th of June. And good to be back and we're running straight through now until Christmas, until the next break. Here I am talking about breaks. So how was your week? Hope it went well. I have to say, driving down Queen Street the other day, sad to see the old Chadwick's building now demolished to rubble. And I'm thinking, there's the iconic Nationalist office, which I think has been in Queen Street since 1974, next to go. I don't know about you, I think that's quite sad, seeing those old buildings turn to dirt. To make way for a brand new little store. Do we need another one in town? Just a thought. Speaking of the discount stores, the new Aldi or revamped Aldi opened its doors yesterday. I believe there were queues going right around the corner. Did you go? Were you queuing up? And what did you buy? More to the point. Congratulations to Clonmel Commercials who are crowned County League Division 1 champions. Have to say well done to the Junior South Tipperary Arts Group who added some brilliant colour to the hoarding by Kickham Barracks looks amazing. Well done, everyone. Good luck to Clonmel Sam O'Sullivan, who'll represent Ireland at next month's European Under-18s Athletics Championships in Jerusalem. Sam will compete in the 10,000-metre walk. Go, Sam. And well done to Laura Maloney from Laurel the Salon in town after being crowned Best Established Businesswoman of the Year at the Network Ireland Tipperary Businesswoman of the Year Awards. So, what is coming up this week on the Clonmel Podcast? Well, we find out about Tai Chi Chuan in Clonmel with Gus Tulsa. A yoga walk comes to Carey's Castle. Very excited about this because I'm going to it. Plus, summer camps for the kids, fundraisers, bingo, and lots more all on the way. The Clonmel Podcast. But first, I caught up with Cleaner Ma to find out about this year's Clonmel Junction Festival. The Clonmel Junction Festival takes place here in Clonmel from the 1st to the 10th of July. I'm now joined by Cleaner Ma. Cleaner, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Mark. It's great to see you. We're by the dome again. <laughs> We're by the dome again. But this year we'll be able to have the public. It won't just be me and the oh, techies. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> What's in store this year? So we have a very full programme. Um, We're, I suppose, one of the intentions with the festival when I came on board in 2019 was that I didn't want it to just be a receiving festival for where work came in from the outside I sort of see the festival as an opportunity to provide a platform for the amazing musicians and theatre makers and uh, visual artists and all the th- kind of creative community here so we I suppose at heart uh, Junction is um, a celebration of theatre and we have two co-productions not one but two co-productions wow. this year so our first um, which you know quite a bit about is Everything Must Go yes. um, a site specific showdown at the old Super Queen which we're doing doing with Asylum Productions and our own Clonmel's own Aideen Wilde is one of the co-authors of that and it has an amazing cast drawn from a lot of different sectors of Clonmel society <laughs> um, that will just be that's running over both weekends of the festival our other co-production um, they're actually rehearsing here on site at the moment is uh, a production called Pucked and it's a play about hurling and you know the kind of a young man and his hurling dreams it's written by Cahill Ryan who's from Thurless and it's directed by our own Jack Rear with his fantastic design team so that's going to be a really super piece it is yeah the world premiere is here in Clonmel and I have high hopes that it will go much Mm. much further than here it'll it'll go to Thurless anyway in the autumn (laughs) but we are going to hopefully tour it as well and just kind of show people what 
Tipperary Theatre can be. We have some other excellent pieces of Tipperary Theatre. We have uh, Eva Mahoney going back to The Last Witch, Bridget Cleary, which is a show she premiered in 2018 and which brings us into the what happened around that really, I mean, it's, it's a story that mm. still captures the imagination yeah. and Eve... I get chills now just thinking about it. It's, and would she, her starting point was like going, how did that mm, happen? Yeah. Why did that happen? Who does this? And it's a gorgeous one-person show and Eve is just such a, a, a charismatic performer. I'm really looking forward to seeing that again. And then there's a show that we had a digital version of last year. It's uh, Amy Hill and James Whelan, two fantastic local theatre makers. And they they did a f- great show called Two in the 2019 festival, my first festival. And this is sort of a similar thing, but they've written it themselves. It's called The Estate and it's a play about the different couples who live in different houses on an estate. They're both fantastic physical performers and I'm so happy to say also really great writers. That is a great show. We had it online last year and we have it in person this year. So come down to the Dome and see it. Um, with all of that, we have visiting, we have, um, you, you might remember Steve Wickham. Yes. Yes. So Steve Wickham is in a show called Breath with a fantastic actor, Carl Quinn. And they are visiting with that show. It's basically a really, really sort of funny and moving take on one man slowly cracking up during COVID. The music is as much of a character as the actor and it's just a delightful show. Uh, we also have Michelle Reed visiting and she has created this gorgeous show. She was here earlier giving workshops uh, in the kind of the preparation period in, in April, May. And she has a show written about her mom and memory and somebody with Alzheimer's. And Michelle is sort of, you know, she's a performer, she's a writer, she's a stand-up comedian. She's very involved in the Dublin Improv troupe. And it's just a gorgeous show about how we remember people and how much memories mean to us. So that's kind of the theatre section. We have a new section on literature. We're working with Clonmel Library. They have a book club with Donald Ryan, sadly sold out. Um, They have uh, an in-conversation with the crime writer Liz Nugent. We have workshops. We have our local Clonmel writers group. um, Who And we have people who've kind of sent in work inspired by the collection at Tipperary Museum of Hidden Histories. We have a lot of music. Eamon O'Malley is leading two live sofa symphonies. People will remember his sofa sofa symphony. Yeah. Yeah. And he's and Eamon is doing two of those live. Mm. One is kind of on the Baroque era and the other is on the kind of classical romantic era Mm. with a live string quartet made up of local musicians, some of our very talented local musicians. Um, As you know, Eamon talking about music he loves is a wondrous thing to behold. I'm really looking forward to those. Uh, And as well as that musically, we are delighted that Bulmers are supporting us on having a music trail. So we will have live music in pubs in Clonmel every night at the festival. Get off your couch, people. Get down. Have a pint. There is also the lovely 0% Bulmers if you're working the following day. So you can have your night out and you don't have to suffer. Um, So we're really, really looking forward to that. the closing act of that will be Crow Black Chicken on Sunday the 10th and I just am so excited to get those guys back you know in front of a crowd yeah yeah Um, in the visual arts our local hero Des Dillon um, who I think a lot of your listeners will be very familiar with Des's work we see it all around Clonmel so we have this kind of curious exhibition in the library where it's a a survey show we've invited people who bought Des's work uh, over the years to loan them back to us and they'll be on exhibit in the library there'll be pieces Des himself hasn't seen probably in 20 or 30 years so we're kind of really looking forward to that really really grateful to the many people who've offered pieces to us it's uh, it's going to be a lovely thing but Des has also been working away with Benny McCarthy from Danu 
and Conal O'Groda on a series of short films and they are unlike anything you've ever oh. seen. Uh, they're, it's called Tanown, which is sort of the Irish for Once Upon a Time. It's drawing from Irish folklore and mythology. It has Des's beautiful puppet creations and a mixture of sort of things happening in a real place in the Cumras, in you know on the beaches of West Waterford and things happening on a painted set in the Lore Theatre in Ennis. Um, with that there's this gorgeous music that uh, Benny and uh, Connell have composed. It's new but it's traditional. I don't know if there is a name for what that is. It's like traditional music but it's just been written for these pieces. So those are going to be in shop- Showgrounds Shopping Centre. We're going to have a pop-up cinema in Showgrounds um, who are just fantastic supporters of the arts. Um, We'll also have a pop-up gallery there. We've been doing a lot of work with schools over the last uh, number of months. And that work, Michael Fortune did this gorgeous uh, folklore project with um, uh, Art Finnan National School. And we have a great project with Tara Power where she's worked with the Presentation uh, Primary School and Clonine National School on a project sort of basically telling the children, you're the experts. There are empty shops. This is a problem. What do we do? And the whole empty shop thing, I suppose we have, you know, we have um, everything must go in an empty shop. We have Des and Benny's work, Ton Own in an empty unit. Um, The Irish Architecture Foundation are coming down to do a live reimagined cafe to say, literally, what do we do with the empty units? It's an eyesore. It's, you know, it's a waste of resources. Clonmel is with this fantastic creative community. We're here putting up the dome because we don't have a venue, a dedicated venue for the arts that's kind of professionally staffed and funded year round. So we all have to make do. Um, There are some amazing spaces, you know, Eamon's pieces are happening in old St. Mary's Church. But I think it's sort of, it's one of those questions that there's this sort of, there's a demand for space to make things happen. Um, I'd love to see a music hub, for example. And then there's sort of this this problem with empty units. And I I, I really would love to see us doing a bit of joined up thinking and putting those two problems together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dome is at Kick and Barracks this year. The Dome is here in Kick and Barracks Mm. in the parade grounds. So it's, I think anybody who came to the Hunchback of Notre Dame last October, which was outdoors in October. We're indoors in July, but outdoors in October. Or anybody who came along to see Waterford Spree's Prism in April, it's in the same spot. It's in that parade grounds area, which is just a gorgeous civic space. It's a gorgeous public plaza here. Um, You can see the mountains. You have all the history of the barracks around you. So we're going to be sort of animating the... um, We're working with Abbott, who are fantastic. They're working with us on... um, animating the courtyard so we'll have drop-in family workshops every day we'll have hopefully some busking there we'll have things to do and it'll be the the kind of the lobby of the dome um, and people can kind of come in and talk to us and see what they want to go and see Um, and we're just hoping to I mean everything in the festival even the films everything is happening with an audience you can see it with other people it's It's what we have missed so much yeah Yeah. now I also have to give a shout out to When Next We Meet which is the the kind of festival within a festival Mm -hmm. it's the launch of uh, the When Next We Meet festival happening over at Rainhouse two nights of amazing music that is also next week so it's all kicking off Mm -hmm. together I mean you can't say there's nothing to do get out of your house and go see things over 60% of our programme is free um, our highest ticket price is 15 euros. We're very aware that people are struggling and yeah. that, and we just kind of, you know, we, we basically redid um, 
our budgets and sort of said, look, you know, we've got enough money to put these things on. Let's just rationalise on some parts of the budget and let's make the ticket prices low. Let's make a lot of things free. We want people to come out. We want them to go to as many things as they want to go and see. And we don't want kind of the dreaded finance to be a factor. And I think they will this year, especially because we couldn't do it last year. We couldn't do you it know? last year. Get to year. go inside the dome this year as well. Yeah, and it is really lovely. I mean, it's 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 kind of, you see it outside and you kind of say think that's a very curious space. But when you go in, like it really is more, it's, it's a, th- a theatre. It's like a TARDIS. That's what everybody last year who got to go in would walk in and go, it's so much bigger inside. <laughs> and you're looking for volunteers as well, Cleaner, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the festival runs with, um, you know, kind of the day to day of the festival it's great to get people involved we've got some fantastic volunteers who have been with the festival obviously far longer than me um i i just go back to 2019 <laughs> um a newbie. and we've a newbie a very much a newbie i i kind of i suppose with the art center i did things in 17 and 18 mm. and i actually worked on the very first junction festival back in 2001 because wow. uh, i worked at Gallaglass theater company back then um but we're looking for people to come along and just help out help with the kind of the ticket sales and you know help with stewarding the events things like that it's a great blast there's a, you know, it's a lovely experience. There's a festival club every night for the volunteers and the artists and the patrons and you know anybody who's a festival supporter. So we're um, we're looking forward to all of that. We're looking forward to having ten days of hopefully sunshine, but definitely lots of fun. So for ticket sales or for more details, go to the website? Go to the website, junctionfestival.com. We also have a physical box office at uh, 3 Parnell Street, opposite the Credit Union, who are supporting the Everything Must Go show. And uh, we have staff there, uh, you know, kind of staff and volunteers there every day from 10 to 5. You can drop in, get them to give you some advice, buy your tickets, reserve your places, and come along and enjoy the festival. Okay, it's on from the 1st to the 10th of July, right here in Clonmel. Cleanamar, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mark. Great to talk to you. Thank you, Cleaner. Now, here's something the kids will love. The Football Academy of Ireland have their summer soccer camp at the Clonmel Town Complex on the 4th to the 8th of July for boys and girls aged between 7 and 15 years. Get more details on their Facebook page or footballacademyofireland.com. It's bingo night every Monday at Hillview Sports Club with a jackpot prize of €1,000. Prize money stands at two grand. What better way to spend a Monday evening? And by the way, belated happy birthday to Seamus O'Doherty. I believe he had a roundy birthday there recently. So uh, belated happy birthday, Seamus. AF Beauty in town are having a fundraiser for Ashling's journey at their salon on July the 2nd and 3rd. 50% off gel polish and makeup services will go towards the fundraiser. Get more on their social media pages. Seesaw here in town have their free coffee mornings every Monday and Wednesdays from 10.30am to 12.30pm. Want to pop along for a chat and a cuppa and that's at 24 William Street. The Clonmel and District Wheelchair Society are looking for new members for summer events, lots of fun and to make new friends. Get all the details on their Facebook page. Suella present a walk in the park at Shore Island on Thursday. That's next Thursday, the 30th of June at 11am. These are short, easy walks, roughly 30 to 60 minutes. Please register for the walk at suella.com slash register or call Liam on this number 087 Wilderness Rovers are having a fundraiser night at the Clonmel Greyhound Stadium on Friday the 8th of July at 730 Tickets are just a tenner, that's right, €10, Euros, which includes entry on the night and a race programme. 
Plus, you'll be entered into a draw to win 500 euros. Very nice indeed. The Clonmel Repair Cafe is coming to the Art Centre in Nelson Street tomorrow, Saturday. That's the 25th of June from 11am to 1.30pm. Admission is free. Lots going on, including demonstrations, diagnostic advice, referrals, easy repairs, and lots more. In fact, I might even see you there. A mindfulness summer camp for kids is coming to the Arts Centre, Nelson Street. Camp 1 is on Thursday, the 14th, and Friday, the 15th of July. Camp 2 is on Thursday, the 18th, and Friday, the 19th of August. Both camps are on from 10am to 1pm. Price is €70 per camp. To book, call this number 087-1313-858. Included will be art, stories, meditation, breathing exercises, yoga, music and lots more. Now you heard Cleaner Ma mention this earlier on the podcast. The show Everything Must Go comes to the old Super Queen supermarket on July the 1st or the 3rd. Tickets are just €15 with matinee performances on the 3rd and 9th. Get your tickets from junctionfestival.com or at 3 Parnell Street where their box office is. A yoga walk from Yoga Walks Island is coming to Gary's Castle on Friday the 19th of August from 7.30pm to 9.30pm. Let me just say this, you don't have to know any yoga. I don't, and trust me, I've attended quite a few of these. This will include a guided loop walk, meditation, light yoga stretches, which are so easy, a healing intuitive circle, connecting our ancestors, a moonlight picnic afterwards, and lots more. You can book through Eventbrite or call this number and speak to Caroline. 87 0116. That's 087-112-0116. Trust me, you will love it, and I'll see you there. Oh, and by the way, tickets are €25. Euros. Fancy a good night out? Of course you do. Well, Jig Jam are coming to Clonacody House tomorrow, Saturday. Doors open at 7pm. Tickets are €20. Euros. More details on their social media pages. And coming to Clonacody House on July the 2nd, the one and only Mike Denver and his band. The Alison Cronin Dance Academy presents Sundance 2022 for kids aged 5 to 13 years. They can learn new dance styles. It's on on the 18th to the 22nd of July. Price is €65 Euros and all are welcome. You can book now by calling Jess on this number 086 109 5062. That's 086 109 5062. The Clumbell Podcast Job Spot. Now, jobs this week, what have we got? Well, Apple Green out the Dungarvan Road are looking for full-time and part-time staff for the deli and shop for evenings and weekends. You can drop your CV into them if you're interested. A sales advisor is wanted at MS Clonmel. Get more details on ie.ind.com. A fully qualified stylist and apprentice is wanted at Halo Hair Salon in town. Contact Debbie Halo Hair Clonmel at Outlook.com. That's Debbie Halo Hair Clonmel at Outlook.com. Kyoto in Parnell Street are looking for waiting staff. More on ie.nd.com. Likewise for this, Daybreaking Clarahan are looking for a store assistant, 11 to 13 euros per hour. Costa Coffee at the Poppyfields are looking for a team member. Once again, go to ie.indeed.com. Busy Bees in town are looking for a receptionist, 25 hours a week, 
Excellent terms and conditions apply now with CV to Vanessa at busybeesclonmel.com. And finally, Supernetto, the Polish supermarket in Irishtown, are looking for a sales assistant. Full-time, part-time, all the info on ie.indeed.com. If you'd like to advertise a job on the Clonmel podcast, just email theclonmelpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, time for this week's interview and fancy some Tai Chi. I caught up with Tai Chi Chuan teacher Gus Tolter to find out more. The Clonmel Podcast. I'm now joined by Gus Tolster on the Clonmel Podcast. Gus, welcome. Thank you very much, Mark. It's nice to be here. So you teach Tai Chi Chuan in Clonmel. Am I correct in saying that? That's right, yeah. I teach Chen-style Tai Chi, yeah? Explain. Uh, well, first off, Chen is the family name of the group that created it, yeah? Um, in China, there's a Chen village where it's mostly populated by Chen family members. Uh, the bread man and the, uh, could break your arm, you know, by looking at you, you know. Everybody's a kung <laughs> fu good, master up there, you know. Um, so then the Tai Chi, you know, there's lots of different translations for Tai Chi. Uh, it means supreme ultimate or there's a few different variations. So the Tai Chi Chuan is a supreme ultimate boxing. So as opposed to being uh, where we, some other styles, they grasp the sparrow's tail and they open and salute the sun. We do far clearer, you know, punch to the groin and jump and kick and a tornado kick and this kind of thing, you know? Is it still done slow, fluid movements? Yeah, in the beginning, everybody practices slow. Um, the, the, the setting is kind of, you could say, is 30% hard and fast, 70% slow and soft movement. But then later on, that totally reverses and it becomes really high octane, very recognizable as being Kung Fu. Uh, whereas, you know, it could be described as like a slow dance at the early stages, yeah? What are the benefits of Tai Chi Chuan? I don't know, how long is the, the podcast gonna be? <laughs> it's about 20 minutes, guys. Oh, not a hope, right? We, haven't, we won't <laughs> Give us a short it. version. Okay, give me the short version, yeah. So, you know, when we start off, we do the simplest little movements and uh, you know, we say that it takes three parts, your mind, your breath, and your movement all have to be united. So you might get this in the beginning, you know, for, for one or two circles or whatever. Later on, you're doing choreography uh, forms that last more than 15 minutes of this slow motion you've seen in the park. And there's not a single moment in that 15 minutes where your mind has left your body. So the benefits, yeah, you have the, the increased focus, obviously, yeah. Um, relaxation yeah totally you know we don't realize the tension that we carry around our bodies and our minds you know and when you can just switch everything off and focus on the simple movement then it's like what you do with your computer when it starts to mess up isn't it take the plug out for a minute and plug in again you do you reboot it you reboot yeah mm. so it's a great I reboot two or three times a day you know which is a huge benefit you know um, so, you know, the, the benefits are so far-ranging. I, I could go everything from it increases the density of your bone marrow. Really? Absolutely, yeah. To practice Tai Chi properly, it's, uh, they say that all uh, edits say uh, you can increase the density of your bone marrow by the thickness of one sheet of paper per year. Wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you could do a whole show on the bone marrow, yeah? So, you know, your breath becomes deeper, your focus becomes better. Uh, there's actually a system in your body, a system within a system, that once you've uh, set yourself in a Tai Chi way and you breathe and you do the motions, yeah, your uh, saliva becomes enriched. Right. 
and we drink the saliva yeah and it washes the organs oh so it cleanses them out basically yeah and uh, and uh, the chi ascends the spine it's like kundalini yoga when they say to sneak up the spine was this, that's the sensation of the hot chi turned to vapor ascending the spine and it crowns at the top of the head condenses and comes down the front and this hot condensed chi vapor <laughs> yeah yeah uh, um, enriches the saliva yeah and it can wash down your eyes and your ears and your sense of smell and taste yeah everything in the body improves yeah um, it's a really profound deep thing and a lot of people will look at me and go well, I never heard that before well that's fine there's lots of stuff I haven't heard you know but this comes from from really good sources yeah would you have to be at a certain level of fitness to join your class absolutely not you know, it's one of the most common mistakes. People say, oh, I'm not limber enough or I'm not. Yeah, you mightn't be supple enough to stretch or... No, that's no. why you come to Tai Chi. <laughs> I don't have any focus or balance. Come to Tai Chi. Yeah. You know, I'm not supple. Come to Tai Chi. Yeah, so you just gradually dissolve. There's really a good word for it. You know, you dissolve because we tend to hold attention in the in the fat part of our muscles, which is the higher part usually. And then you just see it and it drops. As time goes on, people move their bodies in ways that they didn't think they could move before, yeah? Breathing, is it an integral part of Tai Chi? It's one third. Right. One third. Um, when we gather the energy, and also you asked, I'll come back to that, you asked there, what are the benefits? Mm. You know, the Tai Chi Chuan, yeah, this is uh, Kung Fu, this is martial art. And most pra practitioners don't recognize that they're practicing martial arts because we do the movements individually, as in with no partner. And it looks like somebody's making this flowery dance move. Mm. But then when you put an attacker in, oh God, that flowery dance move is just uh, dissuaded that guy. This <laughs> is like Mr. Miyagi in the Karate Kid, <laughs> wash on, wax off. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he stole that from Tai Chi, I think, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so, um, you know, the Kung Fu part is a huge factor in there. And and you don't need to know that you're learning it, which is a beautiful thing. You know, I had a, a couple of mid to minor incidents. Yeah. And what came out of my body, I was like, I looking at my posture afterwards going, wow, I did that, you know? And I didn't really, I knew what I was, what I had done afterwards. But when I learned the movements, I didn't know it as a defense mechanism, as a... It is, it's a, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wax on, wax off all day long, yeah. So with, we, we had COVID the last two years. I know it's still with us, but not as bad. Um, a lot of people may have mental health issues. Tai Chi, good for this? Yeah, well, I'm sure I would have been certified a long time ago, mm, yeah? Mm, Only for a bit of Tai mm. Chi, yeah. Uh, again, good for you, the mind. You can come back to the computer analogy, you know, pulling yep. the plug and letting it all, everything relax. We were blessed here in this car park we came. Uh, can I say we're in a car park now? <laughs> Are we allowed to say this? Yeah, I yeah. asked you off air about this. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's no hassle here. Yeah, there's a, you know. It's well spaced out. We practiced for the, the two years of lockdown every week. And I congratulate my students because I think outside of China, there probably isn't another group that practiced every week right through lockdowns. Yeah. So we were out here at nighttime in the car park practicing. This is, this is the, the car park down by the quay where the floodgates normally are up, isn't it? Yeah, at the bridge there, yeah. yeah. So the floodgates are there at one end and there'll be a pedestrian access. Mm. And there's a bridge at the other yeah. end with steps. So we would park out on the road and come down here and we practice here for like two hours. In the parking bays, I gather. In the parking well bays, Well spaced, yeah, they're yeah. two meters. I pay good money 
lovely to have those white lions put down there yeah and uh, how was it it was fantastic you know um it was a lovely social thing for everybody too and and a lot you know it's a great range in particular here in clamel of age of students um so for for the meeting aspect we all got to meet together and we didn't have to be hugging and kissing either you know so the people who had anyone at home that they were worried about mm. could keep their social distance and, and you're outside and, and you know it was, it was really perfect. gorgeous view of the river there right beside you you know the water the yin and the yang yeah you know and that's right yeah absolutely mm. a few times we had people on the bridge here watching and, you uh, they bring out the cameras <laughs> um we waved a few of them down a few people joined actually i hope that. you're all color coordinated were you uh actually <laughs> It's really, it's a what great testament. Really? <laughs> what we do in Chen style is, uh, it's not quite, well, maybe it is with karate. But whatever color t-shirt you wear represents what you've been taught. Ah, okay. Not how well you've learned it. Okay. So you could have a room with 10 people with the same shirt on. Yeah, yeah. And one of them practices like a lunatic every day and one <laughs> yeah. of them practices once a month, you see? Right. So, uh, but when we're here, this group are learning the sword. The Jian, it's called in Tai Chi. Straight, double-edged sword, yeah? So we have like a maroon T-shirt. And for the lockdown, uh, everybody still turns up in their uniform. It's really nice. Mm. Kept it together. Mm. We bring a, a couple of flasks of... Uh, had some hot Chinese tea there at the start and at the midterm break and stuff. And uh, I'd nearly be chasing them out of car park at the end of the night, to be honest with you. you I'll know? tell you what, it's... You know, with the... I mean, where's the classes taking place at the moment? We're in Clamel. We're uh, at the moment in St. Mary's GAA facing mm. the hospital there on a Thursday night. The class is from 8 to 9.30. Beginners are completely welcome. Uh, what we do is we do the, with the 90 minute class, we can teach everybody together. And the advanced people are quite happy to reel back and do the beginner movements. This is foundation stuff that you'll practice in 30 years time still, the same beginner movements, yeah? So they have no problem working together. Everybody works together for 60 minutes. Then the beginners can go home and we do the more advanced stuff. We break out the weapons and stuff. Oh, that's for the last half hour, break yeah. out the weapons. Yeah, I know. It's great, isn't it? Uh, are they real weapons, Gus? Uh, or not are they the ones we bring to class. The wood, are they? Uh, mine is a steel one. Yeah. The students bring wood. Okay. Uh, my, my steel one even is not a real yeah, sword. Yeah. I have a lovely collection I brought back from China. <laughs> wow. Uh, Ten years ago, I brought back quite a few real weapons. But... Um, yeah, these were, they don't have an edge and they're so flexible that they bend when you mm. point them mm. at yourself or at somebody else. Oh, those kids plastic swords years ago. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but the, the nice thing is, you mm. know, chi can be uh, described like uh, electricity. So when we do a thrust, when I do a thrust, you can see the tip of the sword vibrates like a snake's tongue, you know? Mm. It's like this. But then when you use a wooden sword, the, the electricity... Uh, wood is not a great conductor of electricity right, yeah, yeah. so when you do the thrust there yeah. is no twang at the end you know but uh, this is the thing you go for then later on is you try to you can visually see right, yeah. the quality of your movement by the vibration of the snake's tongue of the, of the sword you know so the more you get at that the more you pursue it yeah so you're in, you're in St Mary's at the moment at the JA Centre teaching this would have been a great place in the summer though wouldn't it I'm thinking you know here we are June, July. Absolutely, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like paying rent when, yeah, I, when yeah. I could be outside in the fresh air. Uh, the hardest thing actually was to go back indoors, you know, because we we all got so accustomed to this fresh uh, outdoor environment. And then the first week we go indoors, we have the fire doors open and windows open everywhere, mm -hmm. trying to 
trying to maintain that. I can't think of a perfect location where you where we are now in yeah. the car park. As we said, we're, we're by the river here as well, just doing Tai Chi. And when the flood barrier goes up there, it's almost like, it's like your own exclusive. place. Yeah, <laughs> um, we've no fear. You know, even when we come here normally, and if there's cars, mm, I'd mm. ask the drivers. I said, "Do you mind? We're going to have a class just to go yeah, outside the yeah, pole." Yeah, they would. And people move all the time, no problem. Yeah. So I think for the summer we will get out again. Um, at the moment that is the class in Clonmel but I'm always gathering names and if I gather uh, like uh, 10 or 12 names and people want an afternoon class or a morning class I'll facilitate that as well there's no problem there I teach in Dublin and I assist in Galway so I'm, I'm on the road the whole time I teach all over the country so if people do want to find out more or maybe you know take part in a class what's the best thing to do you've got yeah, a, a, a uh, contact telephone number yeah my, my number is 083053 one double oh seven just coincidence yeah wow. yeah James Bond, you. yeah so uh you can call <laughs> me and i'll talk to you about whatever uh time and day suits your morning afternoon evening that kind of thing alternatively you can go on chen tai chi ireland and i'm a listed uh, instructor there i'll be a senior instructor there um you can check my face or my youtube yeah there's gus tolster chen tai chi on YouTube and you see a character there with a funny little goatee beard that's me and all my videos get listed up there so this is a great resource for the beginners we have a class and then I get them all to subscribe to my YouTube channel and then I can share the videos of what they just learned mm. so it's uh, yeah the hits are hitting are climbing there that's uh, good regularly yeah so it's a good one yeah so as far as beginners are concerned if they do want to take part or join they can come along at any time yes there will yeah we would have start dates uh, like I say, if I gather a list of number, yep. uh, a number of names to begin at the same time, but failing that, people are welcome to join the regular tourist night class. Uh, if you probably bring your friend, it's probably the best thing, so you don't feel intimidated. But those advanced people, they are lovely. We all have a cup of tea, and we start at eight o'clock on the dot. And uh, everybody does beginner mode one stuff every week. Yeah, it doesn't get boring. You just get deeper and deeper and deeper. There's a good story about the, the grandmaster. He came to Ireland for a seminar and he was at my teacher's house and some of the senior students called in the afternoon. And uh, where is the grandmaster Wong? He's out the back practicing, leave him alone. Yeah. So with some cajoling, the senior students talked Niall into letting him up the stairs. So he went up the stairs and he looked out the window to see Grandmaster Wong thinking he's going to do some, yeah. you know, floating top level stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. floating, exactly. Um, he's levitating out in the garden. Front circle, right hand. Yeah. The stuff that I teach on week one, class one, yeah, he's out the backyard practicing that stuff. He's a grandmaster, you know. Wow. So, How long have uh, you been uh, involved in Tai Chi? Uh, about 17 years yeah. ago, I saw an ad in the paper in Galway and, uh, and I went along and yeah, uh, week one I thought this is a bit slow for me. Mm. Uh, teacher's a sound guy, I come back. Uh, week two I was hooked. Yeah, hooked actually. Um, the, you know, I had a great living space, I had a yard uh, where I was invisible to my neighbors and, and I spent a lot of time out in that yard practicing the basic stuff, which was a great help. And actually during the lockdown, uh, 
whereas they there's a flat roof so I went out on the flat roof all through the first lockdown so that was you up there was it did you see me did you a lot of people saw me and they rang the public they rang the boss and said there's someone on your roof yeah but um, yeah he said it's alright it's a kung fu guy leave him alone yeah <laughs> but I made nearly 100 videos during that uh, first 10 weeks good on you put them on my channel yeah what else are you going to do well I would have went down into the pub otherwise you know? <laughs> and uh, when did you start teaching uh, about seven years ago now I mm. started teaching you know uh, there have been a few of my predecessors went to Dublin and tried succeeded had different varying levels of success and packed in eventually for different reasons so I had, I, I adopted I suppose uh, six students that was my beginner class in Dublin I had six students so I went up uh, and them six students are still coming to the class every week I'm delighted you know and there's a few more with them now at the stage yeah and you mentioned your time in China. You said you were in China earlier during yeah, the went, interview. Tell yeah. us more about that. Yeah, oh, well, I mean, uh, these things that happen and you say to yourself afterwards, you know, there is no chance anymore, yeah? So the first, I, I went for a full month and uh, I went by myself. <laughs> and was it to maybe check out more martial arts or well, just I, I, I visit tell the you, country? I tell you, Mark, you know, yeah. uh, uh, my mother passed that year and I always spoke about China mm. and I'd had a, a car crash too so I got mm. a few quid from the insurance and I said you know what yeah. I'm gonna get my teeth fixed in China so I went to China for dentistry <laughs> get your teeth yeah, done decent job too yeah. mate look at that yeah. it's Ross De Geller from Friends <laughs> they are really okay, bright yeah. oh that's yeah good. yeah great so um, yeah so I went to China and uh, I really took a chance you know I didn't know what I was doing uh, landed on my feet I bought all those Chinese weapons off mm. local people. Which you still have? They got into their neighbors' attics and there's great granddad's sword from the war, you know? Oh and they brought God. me all these old authentic oh, weapons. Wow. And I packaged them up and I shipped them home, but they all made it home. Uh, that took 10 days to accumulate and ship that stuff off. And then I was intent to go to the chain village to learn Tai Chi. But actually the building I was standing in with the shipping, the logistics company, in the basement, there's the chain village Tai Chi Academy. So I saw the sign and I mm. fell on my knees, yeah. kind of messing. And when I went to the door then, there's a, there a little tough guy, Sam, and uh, Pigeon English and my Pigeon Chinese, the two Pigeons there to chat. And then he said, who's your teacher? And I said, Wang Hai Jun. And he nearly had a baby. He said, Wang Hai Jun, come, come. And it shows me a picture on the wall of Sam and Wang Hai Jun. <laughs> and over here, another picture of someone else and Wang Hai Jun and Wang Hai Jun there. I said, what's going on? So it was Wang Hai Jun, I believe his sister's school or his sister-in-law school. Right. There are only 27 million people in Guangzhou. So the, ch the chance of me walking in. What are the chances in, of that? I, I know, know yeah, and it was yeah. three buses from my hotel with all this big box of uh, weaponry. So, uh, you know, it was such a random thing. I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, so that was an awesome experience. You know, I really, I really enjoyed that. And when I came home then, we had a seminar and uh, I stood beside Master Wang and said, oh, check this out and showed him the pictures. <laughs> and when he seen, I don't know, would it be his god nephew or something? Yeah. And he, he looked and he took a second, a double and a triple take. And he said, what? And I said, yeah, I went to Guangzhou. So yeah, it was really nice, yeah. So you were dub Gus? True blue, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I left at high speed about 30 years ago. <laughs> Went to the West Coast for uh, about 25 of them years. And uh, it was really a big surprise, actually, that the work brought me back to Dublin. So I'm teaching in Dublin on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Uh, You're based or, here in Clonmel, though, am I right in saying Yeah, Clonmel is my, mm. 
my uh, how long have you been in town now? now. Uh, well, I've been coming for about four and a half years to five years. Yeah, mm. uh, I was assisting my teacher in his class with the intention of taking it over. Yeah, because Niall is from Clamell, so um, this is uh, Niall O'Flown. He'd be yeah. my t- uh, original teacher. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, as an introduction you know I was coming being his assistant for the first few months and then when he stopped coming I took over the class and then lockdown happened and I realised I'm actually a, a, a kung fu hobo I'm travelling and teaching <laughs> I didn't have roots yeah. I had my furniture packed in a storeroom in Galway so I took this room in Clonmel and I'm still here happily uh, yeah you're enjoying you're enjoying life in Clonmel I really am you know I like the centralness of it do you have uh, a favourite part of Clonmel at all since you've been here Right under I'd my say feet where we right are, now. is it? Where you done under the Tai Chi? Right now, yeah. If I could By say the river. any different, uh, would be just with the flood barrier up. <laughs> I like having the flood barrier there. There's no cars then, you know. And but, uh, uh, I believe you're nearly in Game of Thrones. Yes, I could have went to Game of Thrones <laughs> as well. Tell us more. Oh yeah. So the uh, <laughs> the advertisement. Came I bet your to class me. don't know that. No, they, no, no, I didn't. I usually I'm not afraid to share my tales. Okay, I do tell a story or two. Yeah. But um, I did uh, media studies and uh, film production in college, uh, like uh, later on, you know, mm, mm. and in, in Galway. I applied anyway uh, through Facebook, I think, maybe. Yeah. And, uh, and I put everything in the CV so I can ride horses, I can fight, I can choreograph. This is I've, true now. You I've weren't been on screen exaggerating before. a bit, were you? Uh, no, actually, I didn't exaggerate, yeah. The horses? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I can ride a horse, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the whole thing was all, uh, it looked really good, I have to Very say, impressive. and I sent it away. Mm. And it took weeks, but I got this message back and it just said, go to Belfast on the 11th or the 3rd or whatever the number was, I forget. Uh, Paul. That's all it said. That's it, mm. nothing else. Mm. Not high Gus, <laughs> nothing. Just go to Belfast on the 3rd, Paul. And I said, I didn't know, even relate it to what it was about about the first of the month go to Belfast on the third mm. John I said that's weird stuff next time I went to, uh, to, to Galway I went into my lecturer and I said look what I got and she looked at the phone and she went oh, congratulations how did you get on <laughs> and I was like are you serious and she says that's the call up for Game of Thrones for Game of Thrones oh, so mate. With the way season six ended, I didn't yeah. care not being part of it. Uh, that's a bit bad. But uh, yeah, you know, it's nice to know that I had it there, you know. And uh, there's plenty of other stuff. Vikings is coming. and Vikings out in care there, just down the road. So uh, we might see you in that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to pop up. You could teach them all Tai Chi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like I mentioned earlier on, we have a cool weapon in Tai Chi called the Guan Do. And, What's it look like? Uh, it's uh, maybe a six foot six, two-handed halibird. The top half of it is a big, wide uh, crescent moon blade, and on the bottom we have like a counterbalance. So basically, you lift it a centimeter or two off the floor and you kick it with your heel, and it starts to spin. So you just jump out of the way and you let the blade do its work, you know. Um, but I've. Uh, 
you know, I look at the Viking stuff and they, they were into the axes and stuff, yeah. you know, so definitely. You'd be taking that with you. <laughs> I'd be bringing it with me. I'd be bringing it with me, yeah, for sure. Um, and it looked really authentic, you know, the Vikings and that whole, yeah. they love their axes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I've got stuff I can teach them, yeah. Well, do you know what? We're looking forward to seeing you in Vikings, mate. Well, awesome, I'm looking forward to being there, you know, I'll be growing the beard now for a few weeks, you know. <laughs> so just finally, if people do want to join the Tai Chi class, it's yeah. on at the GAA Centre on the Western Road there. That's right, Jeff, facing the hospital. Every Thursday? Thursday at 8 o'clock. You know, if you're in the car park at 5 to ten, uh, five to 8 or 10 to 8, you'll see us. You know, you won't mistake us and you're very welcome. The best thing, give me a quick call, 083-053-1007, and I'll know, I'll expect you. And, uh, oh, yes, by the way, I'm hoping to open a class now in Dungarvan in the coming weeks. Yeah, I've been to the area a few times and I love the feel of the place. So that's as much as I've done at this moment. Uh, I'm going to look for a venue and anyone local there will see my advertisement. Um, in, if you're interested in the meantime, of course, give me a phone call and I'll put your name in a list and uh, have your details then and I'll be able to let you know then of the venue, yeah? Great, listen. Thank you very much, Gus. It's, it's been a pleasure speaking to you on the podcast this week. Great stuff, Mark. Great stuff. Thanks a million. Bye-bye. The Clonmel Podcast. Thank you, Gus. So there we have it. That is the Clonmel Podcast for this Friday, the 24th of June, episode 89. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to get in contact, you can email the Clonmel Podcast at gmail.com. You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and of course, on the website where you'll also find every single episode of the Clonmel Podcast. www.theclonmelpodcast.com. Have a safe week, look after one another, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan, produced by West 10 Audio Productions. Your town, your podcast.